It's your boy Dukes, and this is After Sports Talks. You can catch us on Monday at 3 p.m. on The Real 1100 and iHeartRadio. Let's go! Hey, look, bro. Hey, hey. the little time change got your boy today, but, you know, we we here. I'm not going to lie, man. Um, I didn't even think about the time change until Saturday night. When I got home, I was expecting to be one in the morning, and it was two in the morning, and I just threw my whole my whole week, rest of my weekend off. But it's been a beautiful day. I've been busy, and I've been really deep diving in a lot of a lot of history stuff. You know, I'm a history buff, right, Bo? So for sure, I'm not gonna lie, y'all. I've been wrapping my mind around ancient civilization for like the last month, and uh, got my head hurting, man. But now we here about to talk that good sports talk, man. We got a whole lot on our plate, Calvin. That man Brady came back last night. Oh my God, it's, it's just so much, man. But we're going to get into it. Stay tuned. Let's take a quick commercial break and we hopping right into that boy Calvin because he about to piss me off, man. Stay with us. All right, sounds like we having some technical difficulties right now. So we're going to just go right into the, the mix, Bo. So my man Calvin really made a huge mistake. So last year in the middle of the season, and I drafted him because I was really upset about this. He said he had some mental things to deal with. And, you know, of course, I'm always supportive of mental health and doing what's right for you. Took that time away. No hard feelings. We just recently found out during that downtime where he was dealing with his mental, you know, depression. He's making sports bets. Making sport bets in the league that he's currently in. Does that make any sense to you both? For the team that he currently plays for, was a part of some of those parlays that you know your boy was it uh, fifteen hundred or not? Nah? It was fifteen hundred. Was it more than that? Because it's looking like right. it's looking <laughs> like your boy been out here just wilding out, you know, doing his thing, trying to trying to come up for real, for real. But I mean, I mean, that's not we we know, you know, what I'm saying it's it, it's it's got to be something else other than just the money because your boy got he got bread, you know, what I'm saying he's been right. in the league for what a couple seasons, couple three seasons. years, you know, Can't he got a little, you know, so 140 something, you know, what was it 144 that the payout was for that yeah. 11, that little 15. Come yeah, on, man. I mean, you know, being bored is one thing, but. Be smart. Be smarter. So, like, with that being said, the fact that he did it, let's let's kind of break this down. Do you think that's Calvin Ridley's first time making a sports bet? Uh, making a sports bet? No, I don't. I don't. I don't think it was his first time in his professional career. I, I should say. Um, possibly. Um, I, I just think, and and I just think he. Lack of judgment in those types of situations, you know, sports betting is a is a thing. We've known that for it's been a part of sports forever, but you know, sport legal sports betting is fairly new. Right. You know, and then you know, and, and players are allowed to, to bet. They're just not allowed to bet on the sports that they actually play. Exactly. And Calvin wasn't actually playing, he had been out, you know. Yeah, I, I I try to wrap my head around the thought the logic, process because it's not making any sense right now. You're an active player, you know the rules, okay? I think every player, every professional player, and their league, they know what they should and shouldn't do. It just doesn't morally sit right with you to do that. 
So for me, just thinking about that, putting myself in his shoes, like you said, I can't wrap my, my head around it. So I think about things like this. If you're going to do something this stupid, why not use a different name? Yeah, right. Like slide your, your cousin, you know what I'm saying, 15 hundo and, you know, hey, bro, you, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Half me up. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you, you know how he got caught, right? This man betted on hard rock sport books and used his name Calvin Ridley, literally. That's how they found him. They saw his name pop up and it was like, yo, NFL, your boy tripping. Because you know that people were like, you know, why did they tell on him? Every, you know, betting platform, they have an agreement with these leagues, okay? So when these people bet, these leagues are getting money. They're getting a cut from this. They're not going to mess the bag up. Big bit. I mean, this is a billion dollar. They're, you know, they're not worrying about Calvin Ridley. They're not. When, when they're, you know, making those kind of decisions. Now, I, I do want to ask you this, Dukes. Right. Um, with, with that being said, with, with what we see with Calvin Ridley um, making this bet, and, and to kind of go into your question, did, did he? Do you think I? You know, did he do that before? I have a question for you, man. Do you think? You know, do you think there are players out there that do give? You know, their cousin, their brother, their sister, their Aunt, hey man, can you do this for me? And because uh, that, I mean, that's they're still making bets on the game. Like, do you think the integrity of the sport or any sport is, is like like? Do we look at this differently now? Like, because we like we say like, hey man, right. just just use another name. But I mean, if that's really going on, right? Then like, how? You know, you're making me think, man. I'm kind of thinking about like when betting like a long time ago was kind of forbidden. You know, people had to sneak and bet. And, like, now we have all these betting platforms, DraftKings, FanDuel, Bovada. Uh, the, what's the new one we're using? The Betcha? Yeah, right, Betcha. All these different platforms, you're right, it, they have normalized sports betting. So, it, with that being said, Calvin's a little younger than us. He's probably got on there and just thought, eh, I'm just going to do it. Probably right, didn't even right. think about it. Still an idiot decision, you know, <laughs> being that, like, you're you're, you're that important. As, whatever, we're not going to get into that. But you're right. I, I think, to answer your question, that athletes do do that. They got the inside scoop. They Why think not? they can outsmart the system. Why not? Make some easy racks for my people. And the way they probably think about it is, okay, like, maybe if I help them make that bet, I ain't got to pay them out this week. Because you know they're going to ask for this money anyway. So I'm going to help cuz make that little rack or so, you know? Probably, man. But I do think there are some athletes that do have integrity. Like, I was listening to Shannon Sharp and what he had to say about this. I believe a guy like Shannon would not do it. Right, Just right, a, a stand-up right. guy. You know, he believes in, you know, his his, his moral reputation is important. Right. Not going to be able to sleep at night, so, you know, knowing that. But, you know, that's a good question, man, because it really makes me think about how many players are actually doing this in the NFL, in the NBA, in the MLB. Who's who's all really doing this? And now that this happened, do you think these organizations are going to tighten up? Well, I mean, tighten up as far as how they're going to go about tracking these things i don't think so um i don't think they i don't think these leagues care too much about the players actually doing it because once they find out they did it they they're going to come down on you and right and, and calvin's you know seeing that like troy aikman came out and said you know a year like there there, there are people who are not agreeing with the amount of time Calvin's going to be missing for this compared to other things that players have done. You know, like it's like right. comparing the crime to the time, like versus other things that players have done. And right. it's like, can, okay, like can we justify this? This is 
something that he is legally that he legally can bet. Mm-hmm. Just not. He just did the wrong. Like, he just did. Yeah. Should have just bet it on basketball. Come on, like, man. You know. Just, just so look. Anyone listening to this, and you're gonna be in these shoes. Learn from this, please. Please, man. No, don't, no, don't, don't make these mistakes. Come on, man. This this man made a fifteen hundred dollar bet that cost him eleven million dollars, y'all. That that that's what he would have made if he would have played eleven million, and now he's gonna sit out. So they're saying he's gonna sit out for a year. But I want you. I want to be clear about this. That's minimum a year. Do you think he's gonna get more, you know, timeout? No, I, I don't think he'll get more timeout. Um, the allegations of like uh, more money that's been um, that's coming out these last day or so. Um, I the the NFL had a part in that too because they knew how much money he bet right. before they released the reports For about sure. the fifteen hundred. Sure. So regardless if Calvin tweeted out, "Hey, I know I only." did 1500 why y'all tripping and then the nfl come out and said we've been investigating we saw it was 1500 yeah it, it seems like both sides were you know it's like the nfl was withdrawing some information in this as well like right. they i think they knew yeah. but so that's why i kind of don't think anything more will come from it or that they really care like they care trust me because mm-hmm. they, they definitely care but like they're just gonna do that. They learned their lesson. Like, hope that it's in, like this is a message right now for sure. So, with that being said, and I, and I, I didn't think about it from that aspect about how much he betted and the severity of uh, you know what they're doing to him. Do you think if he betted more money, say, say it was a million dollars, you think he would have got longer? Or the, it, it was it's not a dollar amount. It's just the fact he did it in the first place. Well, I that's that's a good question because I would. I would like to think if he put like a bet like that, because that's pretty much you you know, like yeah. if you're putting a million dollars on an eleven leg parlay, yeah. like you you know something like yeah. I mean not not saying like eleven leg parlay is like that's a lot of things have to go right. Uh, we don't even do that. Like, we do four five leg parlays here. <laughs> you know, even, even if he's just betting one game a million dollars, like that that's that's a lot of money. To me, right. I feel like you you know something that a lot of people don't. And For sure. You're gonna win. Definitely. So, you know you know, I th- through all of this I'm upset about it because obviously like he's a Falcons player. I like Calvin. I've been looking for him to, you know, really be a leader on that team right now with Julio gone. But here's what's kind of funny to me. He bet it for the Falcons to win. <laughs> like while you're not out there, you, you 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 like you know you're like the number one guy now, and you're not yo, playing. <laughs> yo, Cal, yo, come on, man! Not not only did you do all it is, you bet it on the Falcons to win without you. Well, I mean, okay, so look at it from this this side though. Like, what what if you're like Arthur Arthur Blank, or you you know you're the coach and you're you, you, you're the you're in charge of player personnel for you know who's going to make the team or no? You, you like man, look. This guy has faith in us. Right. This guy went out in here and you, you know I what I'm saying? Think like, about that. Maybe they're Yo. looking like he's really loyal, man. He 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 just believed in us. Like he really believed in us enough to make those bets as Russell Gage would I, as our best receiver. Probably not the case, <laughs> but I mean, like, come on, man. Like, if you're betting on the Falcons and you are the Falcons top receiver and you know you're not playing, like, bro, who, who who's Matt throwing to? Because even when you out there, Matt throwing two picks a game. So I just, I, I'm not understanding your logic. But hey, it is what it is. He made the bet. He has to get get those consequences, and we're gonna see what what, what it takes us. Now I have another year 
to complain about the Falcons because we ain't going to get to the playoffs now for sure. Yeah, your boy Foyer is out of here too. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. You know that saw that just in news to the Jaguars. Mr. Aluakon. We're going to take a quick <laughs> uh, commercial break before I get upset about these Falcons. When we come back, we got to talk about that man that came back, the greatest, Tom Brady. Stay with us, man. Ugh. Why choose Just for Pets Wellness Center? Compassionate pet care services featuring an experienced veterinary team to superior customer service in a caring and friendly environment. We offer individual attention and tailored treatment for each pet. Visit our website for more information at www.justthenumber4petsfl.vet or give us a call at 239-270-5721. Hi, I'm Dr. Carissa Hines of Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa, and I'm here to help you make sense of medicine. Join me every Thursday at 11 a.m. for clear, informative conversations about health issues. Don't be intimidated by fancy medical speak. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on Real 1100 a.m. Learn what questions to ask your doctor about your medical conditions. Then let's talk about your health. Hi there, healthy people. Do you have a healthy product or service? If you are a certified medical professional, fitness trainer, author, or chef, Old Fashioned Health would love to promote your services or product on the Old Fashioned Health radio show. Please reach out to us. Call 404-793-3960 or email us at oldfashionedhealth at gmail.com. You can also contact us at oldfashionedhealth.com. Old Fashioned Health, good health inside and out. All right, we back. We back. So, you know, I was sleeping real good last night, and I woke up from my nap. I had an ESPN alert on my phone. It said Tom Brady came back, and I was just, I just knew this was not the truth. I knew somebody was messing with me. Somebody got my password. It did something with my phone strange. I, I just knew it. Check my group messages. My boys was already going off. Check Twitter. Twitter going crazy. Check Sports Center. It's true. This man, Brady, set out for two months and said, you know what? I ain't ready to be at home with wife. <laughs> I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't ready to get cool with them chips, eating chips on the couch. He ain't want no smoke with that lifestyle, man. I, I, I don't know if Brady, you know, there's a lot of people out here in the world who, you know, when they stop working, mm. you know, their job has become like them. Yeah. You know, so yeah. some people, when they stop working, they... They fiend for that. Like a lot of people say, man, I can't wait till I retire. Can some people just can't handle all that time, all that, you know? But this is just an off season. I right. mean, he's used to these off seasons. Exactly. Like this, this is a normal time in the year for him. This time of year, I mean, yeah, he's he would have been training and you know off season with the guys. You know, he likes to bring his wideouts, yeah, you know, around and they work out all year type thing. But I mean. It makes me think, did he ever really, like, think this through? Yeah. And I don't think he did. I think he was, like, a force out, in a sense, because people were already talking about it. You know, like, the little leakage. Yeah. He was retiring. And, and they had a lot going on, like, the A-B, not, like, losing the them. Thing. Yeah. He, I think his last season wasn't what he needed it to be. And being we're talking about Tom Brady, you know, the, the greatest of all time, he got to go all right, man. I mean, it just as a... As an athlete in general, just thinking about from his his shoes, 
Like, would you want to go out like that? You know, knowing you really wasn't even able to give your all. So, so listen to my question. I like where you went with it with, you know, your job becomes you. So what does Brady not retiring really mean? I, I'm speaking more than just how he's going to affect the game. We already know that the Bucks are they're contenders. Back to the MC they're, they're, they're contenders again. You know, but 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 really, like, what does it mean for Brady? Like, was he not ready to give up that crown? You know, not ready to like, did he not feel like his spot in the Hall of Fame was solidified? Like, what like what is it? Well. I don't, I think we as fans, we try, we look into certain things and, and, and it's warranted like sometimes like we're, we're right, you know, but then sometimes I think it's a lot more simple. Right. With, with Brady, I think it's very he simple. A ball player. I just think he loves football. I, I don't really think it's any one thing that it was or, you know, I just think this man really enjoyed, this has been his life. I think he he just loves it and doesn't really know what else to do. Like you know, other guys when when they're this good and mm. you know they start kind of at the end of their careers, knowing when time you know time's coming, they start getting into other things. Right. You know, they start doing other like they start doing movies. They start doing right. even while they're playing, they they start they're doing, doing other things. But Brady, you see him in a commercial here and there, but right. I mean, I mean, fact is, Tom Brady makes too much money just being Tom Brady. I mean, like. His just that his name holds so much weight, and you know from an athletic standpoint, I just it's some people that their body their bodies just that do it does what it does, and there's just no stopping until a leg falls off. And I think Brady's honestly one of those players. I I don't I don't even want to ask the question how long you think it's gonna be, because it can honestly be as long as he wants it to be. Right. To, to be to be at this point, Brady can play plus fifty. Like I, I see it. This man is Satchel Page of football right now. Despite a few things, but you know what I'm saying. Like he, he's going to be around for sure. For, a long for sure. Time. I mean, with with the style of play that he plays, it, it's easy for a team to really construct talent around him. It's pretty much we have to be able to protect him. Right. We're going like if if he's our quarterback, we're spending money on protection. Like because because he can't. You know, we can't have. You know Brady falling down and doing all that the whole game. So it's either it's that, and we got it. We got receivers, and guess what? He's coming back, and he has that O line, right? And he still has receivers. So neither one of us is Brady fans, so we're not going to keep talking about Brady. So that's that's over with. But what I do want to talk about is the other moves that's been made in football. You know, there's a few trades being made. Um, one trade that happened that I never thought would ever happen. I never thought I'd see Russell Wilson leave Seattle. How do you really feel about that, man? That was a big, big move. You know, as I look at that trade, the more and more I look at it, I start to feel that, you know, it's going to be beneficial on both sides. At first, I was like, man, Seattle, that's Russ, bro. You can't. Yeah. And and I, and Russ holds a, a, a special place for me. I, I, I think he is one of the most, like, people give him respect, but then they, some they people don't. don't. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I feel like he's respected, but he's not. It's, so, yeah, yeah. like, Denver getting Russ is a game changer with that defense. But the picks that, you know, Seattle was able to get in return – yeah, like I don't think they're looking at Drew Locke as being the answer. They got him. Maybe he is. Maybe he comes in there and lights it up in camp, and you know, all he needed was another a change of scenery. But then again, these picks, Seattle has the opportunity to move up 
and get a guy kind of similar to what Russell brings to the table. Like they're they're going to be some some. I think there's going to be talent for them. I think they're going to move up to get a quarterback. If that happens, yeah. then I think if they get Willis or Pickett, I think yeah. then this trade in three or four years, we're going to look at it and say, wow, like they they made a, a, a decision like like what Doug and I make when we're playing our franchise on 2K. <laughs> like, hey, man, he's getting a little bit older. I know he's just 32, 33, but uh, it's this guy that's 18 right here, right. and I can mold him. You right. know what I'm saying? Man, you know, so who knows? What do you feel about it? So, let me get this clear words if I answer your question. It sounds like you're saying Seattle got the the best, the better end of the state. I'm not saying I'm not saying that. I'm saying Denver definitely got the better end of the state right now. Right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm I, I'm just saying that possibly there's a, there's definitely a chance that this is not a bad trade. Like this right. is this, like it's too soon to know if this is like a bust or not. Like if this was like oh man these guys were just you know they're just trying to start a rebuild or you know but you know we'll see. Yeah, so I I can't say it was a bad trade either for, for either party. And I also can't really say overall which was the better one. Because I'm trying to break it down from, you know, like, okay, Russell's going to um, the Broncos. How is the protection? You know, is he protected the same way? You know, Russell's always been, you know, leery with that. But he figures it out, so I'm not really worried about that. You know, supporting cast. It's a backfield in Denver just as good as it is in Seahawks. I think... Yes, I think Seahawks backfield could never stay healthy, and I think Russell had they, to pick. They up haven't him. been healthy since Marshawn. You know, so I, I I say yes in that. You know, when we talk about wide receivers, it's a lot of good young bucks, and the Broncos, man. I mean, I got a question for you guys about this though. For sure. With this trade, um, no one's really talking about how it's shown that John Elway can't draft quarterbacks. Right. Mm. Um, who he has brought in, it is just not worked. And I think it's partly who he's hired as a coach mm. and um, them not really scouting these guys very well. I mean, he didn't draft Tebow, but when he got there, um, he gave Tebow one year. Yeah. Right, right. They won a playoff game. But if people watch those games, you know he was terrible. Yeah, it was <laughs> right, right. Like he, so he wasn't he goes, good. He goes out and gets Peyton Manning. Right. Um, they had a great run. They made two Super Bowl appearances. They win one, and then they go back to and then they drafted Brock Osweiler. Mm. Um, that's one they kind of got away with because they didn't pay him. They ended up right, bringing him right. back a couple of years later, mm-hmm. but Houston paid him that money. Right. So it wasn't on them. But still, that wasn't, that ultimately didn't work out. Yeah. Then drafting Paxton Lynch, mm-hmm. that didn't work. I, he may have started four games. I and thought then, he was going to be nice. And then they bring in Drew Locke, and he just could never hold the starting spot long enough. Wasn't Flacco there for a little bit? Flacco was there. For a so little he was bringing bit. Yeah. in these veteran these vets, quarterbacks. Yeah. But he can't draft right, like you said. And Flacco might have been the only one that didn't really work out. Um, but he'll bring in Peyton Manning. He'll bring in um Bridgewater and and Flacco and then he bring and then he trades for Russell Wilson. But I think it just shows that he can't draft. So he's got maybe two or three more years. Right. And 
he's got to be thinking about getting another, another quarterback. Yeah. yeah. And we'll see if, if he ends up drafting one, just uh, if I were a quarterback in that situation, I don't want to get drafted to Denver. Yeah. Because I think part of it is also that Elway's been very impatient mm-hmm. with the young quarterbacks, and that is uh, stunted their growth. It, it'll be like he threw he throws an interception on the third day of practice, and he wants to bring in somebody else. So yeah, that, it, that can, yeah. it's shown more that he can't draft, but he'll make a move to, to get a free agent. Right. Right. You know, that's a good point you bring up. And honestly, it's really surprising for me. I always assumed that someone like John Elway would draft well and would have more patience. Being that he knows this is a professional league, you see what kind of development that you need to develop a quarterback to be on this level. But the thing you have to look out for, though, is when these former players, these these great players who go into the front office, right? when they're in charge of drafting somebody, mm-hmm. They're looking at someone who, and they think, oh, he reminds me of, of myself. myself. Exactly. Ooh. That's what he saw with Paxton Lynch. Exactly. That's what, what he sees with, with Drew Locke. Right. And you can go back to um, when Isaiah Thomas was the president of the Raptors. Mm-hmm. His first draft pick was Damon Stoudemire. Right. No one would have thought to draft Damon Stoudemire in the, in the top 10. Yeah, he won Rookie of the Year, but the reason why he got picked so high is Isaiah Thomas like he reminds me of myself. Right. I like small talk. <laughs> <laughs> so so we got a little bias action going on here right now with John Elway, and that's that's a solid point. And, you know, I did think that's, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Paxton does remind me of Elway in a sense. I didn't I didn't really think about Drew Lock. Six four. Yeah. Huge arm. Drew Lock is I, the similar I size. Paxton in college, like I liked him. I thought he was gonna be really good, man. Um, gosh, but like real talk, I, that, that actually took me aback about thinking about John and his draft picks. Why do you think he's he, he has a lack of patience, especially playing that position, knowing you have to be a little patient? Well, like like Greg stated, when you when you're that like he was great, right. you know John yeah. John was he's one of the you know we we everybody knows the name John L. I remember what he did to us, yeah. you know. So uh, yeah, I know you know, but you know so. I just think he he really you you know how it is, man. When you when you play a sport and you're trying to say you have a son or a daughter that plays something that you used to play and you you're trying to coach him up and all that stuff and you know, it's different, you know. You'll see the the coaches, you know, some some parents it works like it's like, okay, you, you, you're a coach, you're a baseball yeah. coach, so you know like sometimes you need the parents to also help help a little bit. You know, yeah. To, yeah, yeah. it's just like schoolwork, you know. If, sure. I, if I if I'm a teacher and I'm teaching math at school, it can't end there. Like right. I need the parent has to also help that child, you know, to grow and develop in, in sure. that task. So John is just he's just that parent that you know he's he like helping. man come on man why you do, why, why don't you know what I taught you already like <laughs> we, I thought we had a conversation up in the office last week and I thought you got it but it, you came out here and threw two picks so <laughs> I, I I don't know man I, that, that's that's we'll see how this uh, I, I, Russell is not a bus we know Hell. that we know what he's gonna bring durability toughness. Even if, I mean, even if he's hurt, he's going to give it a go. 
you know. Who's going to have the better season, Seahawks or Broncos? Oh, I, Denver, of course. Right. Uh, I mean, even if they go and get one of those QBs of the future and it's like, oh, yeah, great. Like, the city gets, you know, they're like hype again. And, you know, but it's not – this season is not there. Seattle might win four games. Maybe. In that division, maybe. Yeah. So how far down does DK's numbers drop? And Tyler Lockett's numbers drop. Significantly. Yeah. Well, Tyler Lockett's, uh, he's got permission to seek a trade. Right. Right. So he might, he he might be out of there. Russell was his guy. So, yeah, he's, he's out of there. I mean, you know, Lockett is one of those guys who I think he's a really good receiver. But I don't think he is your number. You don't want him to be your number one. He can be a number one receiver. Yeah. But I don't think you want and, – and having him with a guy like Russell Wilson who – can escape and extend the plays. You know, one-two punch. You know what I'm saying? Everyone can't be that way with Tyler. And that's just facts. I mean, if he has a quarterback that's not mobile, Lockett doesn't – it's not – he doesn't have the career that he has. He doesn't. Like, he's a broken play. Escape. Russell got out the pocket. Oh, there's Lockett. Touchdown. You know, DK is – not kind of. He's more of a possession guy, but he, I mean, he also relies, his big plays are normally, I mean, 80% of the time, Russell Wilson is friendly. Yeah. Man, that's, I, I'm actually look, really looking forward to that. Um, I never thought I'd see Russell in another uniform, honestly. I'm mean, just being I real. didn't either. I didn't either. <laughs> you know, so it's going to feel weird for a moment, but look, yo, I'm a huge Russell fan. Like you said, he doesn't get enough credit. I think he only gets credit because of the success. He always shuts people up. Oh, he can't do that. Then he does it, and it's like, okay, well, we always knew. No, you. Didn't. He's just six feet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. We're gonna take a quick commercial break, man, and we're gonna get into what I really, really want to talk about. NBA has been really interesting lately. We got a lot of young bulls, a lot of good players in general in the league, and I just kind of really want to break down what do you think the league is gonna be like once LeBron's gone. I know he's still here. He's gonna be around. We get it. He's like the, the Brady of basketball. But let's start thinking about that right now. What's the league going to be like? Who's going to hold that crown? Stay with us and we'll let you know. Be sure to listen to The Wellness Enclave with Dr. Donna Sewell, a podcast that explores emotional health and its impact on everyday life. In The Enclave, we will address emotional health and how it is connected to other parts of your life, such as physical health, relationships, spirituality, and even decision-making. The Wellness Enclave with Dr. Sewell can be found on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And now, an important message from Steve Harvey. This pandemic isn't over yet. We got the vaccines. I got mine. You might have yours. But listen to this. Don't think just because you got the vaccine that you could just go crazy. Follow the current safety guidelines. I know the mask is hot, but you know what's hotter than these masks? Staying healthy. That's pretty fly if you ask me. Let's unite to prevent. For more information, visit unitetoprevent.org. This is fashion designer Edmund Newton. I'd like to tell you about Enmask.com. Enmask.com is my only source for non-surgical cloth masks. I've teamed up with Enmask.com to create and design a collection of limited edition masks. These masks are washable, reusable, breathable, and most importantly, fashionable. Shop online now at Enmask.com. That's E-N-M-A-S-K-S.com for quality masks made in America. All right, we back here, man. 
And we're about to get into some young bull NBA talk. We got a lot, a lot of young hoopers right now, man. I mean, our FanDuel lineups have been crazy just because, you know, we got so many options. It's, it's been way more interesting than it's ever been. So, really, man, I want I want to sit down and break down who do you think the top young boys is. And, you know, when I ask this question, I have to really separate these two categories now because before I did this, when I was, like, brainstorming, I didn't, I didn't think about it. We got, like, your young bulls and we got your young vets, all right? They're separate. People like JB, Tatum. Young vets, but they're only like 24 years old. Donovan Mitchell, 24 years old, but he's a vet. So before we get into the young vets, let's talk about the young bulls, man. There's a whole lot of them out here. I kind of got my little list of who I think is a good young bull. Not really in particular order, but I'm going to run it down to you. I'm going to break down why, and boy, you tell me how you feel about it. Greg, you too. I'm really interested to know what you guys say about this, man. So look, here's my list. And actually, I said I'm not, you know, numbering them but this is my my number one right here that's Ja Morant when Ja came into the league everyone was like Ja a Zion Ja a Zion we said when we came into the league that it was Ja okay we knew I, I still know what Zion can do he's just a, like an anomaly like, he's a unicorn I get it but Ja literally came into the league with everything you want from a point guard first of all doesn't seem that way but he's a past first point guard by the way y'all he's a playmaker who happens to be able to score whenever he wants to, okay? That's what you're seeing right now. That's why they're so good. That's why they play great team ball, because of him on the court, period. Just facts. When he's not on the court, you watch the games, see what they do. The man changes the entire game. John Morant is unstoppable, and he will continue to be that way. I can't wait to see what that young bull does. All right, number two, he's a home team guy. People didn't have faith in him, said he was too small, didn't like his hairline. Trey Young. The boy is balling. He is that young stuff, Curry. Rookie season, he did not do what I wanted him to do. His shooting percentage was terrible. <laughs> His defense was terrible. It's still terrible. But at the end of the day, he's a force to be reckoned with. He can score whenever he wants, wherever he wants, and there's nothing you could do about it. He will put up 30 and a quarter if you're not careful with him. Period. Period. And let's not forget, the boy will average seven assists too. So, Trey Young, period. He solidified himself. It's one of my young bulls, all right? Number three, I'm going to go ahead and get this one out the way because really we should be talking about this being one of the greatest players, period. And that's Luka, okay? When Luka came into the league with Trey, we were really hot <laughs> about that trade between him and Trey with the, you know, the Mavs and the Hawks. Saying that, if I just talked about Trey, I'm, I'm happy. You know, he fixed our culture. But Luka, let's be real, is one of the best players in the league, if not the best player in the league when LeBron leaves. He can do everything. He's a, he's what, 6'8"? Point guard, okay? He's been playing professional basketball since he was 13 years old. I don't care if he was in your, I, like, I don't care. This boy was 13 years old playing ball with grown men. Came over here with that basketball IQ that our young bucks was not ready for. And you see it on the court. He's not, he's not terribly athletic. He's not terribly fast. He can't jump the highest. He doesn't even shoot the best. But he is the best, y'all. Period. My next one on my list is going to be Zion. I know he's been hurt. I know he's been sitting out. He's probably eating Dorito chips right now. But it doesn't matter because he came into the league eating Dorito chips, weighing like 275, and was putting up numbers y'all have never seen before from a rookie. Out of shape. All right? He's hurt right now because he's out of shape. So when that boy comes back in shape, I know what I just said about 
about Morant, but I honestly don't know. If Zion comes back, I think it's going to – I don't want to say it. I mean, he could shake the room. <sighs> he going to shake the room, y'all. All right. Now, this next one might make you think a little bit too hard, you know, but that's Jaron Jackson. Who? Who? Yeah, I said it. Jaron Jackson, y'all. Another Grizzlies player. He's phenomenal. The man is 6'11 and can move like a guard if he really wants to. Let's be real. His ball handling skills is amazing. He can step back and pull a jumper. It's ugly as hell. It's almost worse than Sean Marion's. I don't care. He's a baller. Baller. Defensive priousness? He's blocking everything near him. But he got one issue. He got one issue. I know we feel the same way. He don't play enough minutes. Where's the minutes? Why does he play enough? I don't get it. We're going to talk about that, though. I know you're thinking about it. I see your face right now. You're thinking about that. Thinking about that. Next on my list, Colin Sexton. Another guy has been hurt, but he's he's legit the young bull. That is the young bull, all right? The boy is a pit bull on the court, okay? You get in front of him, he's trying to eat you for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, period. Shout out to Cobb County, man. Cobb. Pebble Brooks home. I used, to watch, I used to watch that young bull, man. Dribble his basketball in his driveway in Westbrook. You know what I mean? Macklin Rose, stand up. Every day, just dribbling, 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 shooting, shooting all day, every day. Look at him now. He's a bull. And I know people probably think about Darius Garland is there. And we've seen now he's an all-star. I don't know how the team will be affected when Colin comes back. But either way, now we know we have two all-stars on the team right now. Period. Really got four. But, hey, we got two all-star guards on the team right now. All right, my next on my list. And even when I put him down here, I was like, are you sure? You still believe in him, man? But I do. And his name is Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley without the bag. Mm. But I know that bag is there. I know he got the bag. The question is, will it finally come out now in Detroit? We get it. Sacramento, they don't really. Divock had faith in them. They don't really drive good big men. I don't want to say it because I want them to get better with that. No, not just big men. They don't, they don't drive, drive well <laughs> Period. All. They don't drive good. Period. <laughs> Greg has spoken at all. They don't drive well. But I still believe in Bagley, man. He's 6'11". Another guy that is swift on his feet. He's a good re- defensiveness. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is he's got it. He's got it. What I don't see from him, he doesn't play like he knows he's got it. Mm. He don't got that will. Some people you just see they got that willpower. Like John Morant got that, I'm a ooh-ooh you. He ain't got that. He ain't got that kind of sauce. I need whoever, you know, in that locker room is a vet to get in that man's head and tell him, yo, you Bagley with the bag. Let me see it, all right? Look, next on this list, he always talking about how he get left out. So let's get at this man his flowers while he's still here, Tyler Hero, all right? Tyler Hero is a baller, man. He's an all-out scorer, period. When Jimmy Butler's not playing, who got the ball in their hands? When Jimmy Butler is playing, who's still throwing them things back? Tyler, he's a baller. I like him. He's on my young bull list. Now, this is, my, this is my nice person right here. He's for the Knicks, all right? We got a lot of faith in this young this young buck, and that's R.J. Barrett. Rookie season, terrible. Don't even want to talk about it. But this season, I'm finally seeing what everyone else is seeing. I finally, I see it. The man, can, he's a shot creator, all right? Put the ball in his hands. You don't need to throw him no sis. Just get out of the way. He going to get to that bucket. All right? Period. You got to just keep building up around him. I like it. I like it. I need one thing from RJ, though. I need him to get a little bit bigger. All right? He's about, what, 6'7"? Mm-hmm. 
three. All right. He's not big enough, or I should say tall enough to be a KD. Everybody can't be that. KD's a seven-footer like that, all right? So he's not a KD. So he got to put some weight on so he can really dominate like he needs to. I don't have a 10 spot because I had too many, like, young bull bulls that I like that I just really didn't know who to include in that 10 spot. So, like, I'm going to be quiet now because my mouth is dry. I've been talking a lot. Probably the longest I ever talked in one sitting. <laughs> so I'm going to let Bo jump in his thing. You, you tell me how you feel about my list. Tell me who should be in this 10 spot. And let me hear your list. How about that? Okay, man. So, look. Hey, we... I think for the 10 spot, and he would actually be higher on my list. Um, you know, he would be higher on my list here. Um, and that would be LaMelo Ball. That'd be Melo, man. You know, he, he he's brought a, a swag to the Hornets. He did. You know, the Hornets, talking about someone who's had a terrible time drafting players. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan, your boy. He let someone else do it this time. Smart move, smart move, smart move, Michael. So you know, I mean, Melo has brought you know you got Rozier along. So I think I think Rozier has been a a, a good compliment guard for Melo to play with. Defensive, you know, he's a strap. You know, Melo is you know Melo is he probably be number five or six ish on my list here. But I didn't give Melo no love. That'd be my tenth guy for your spot there. I, I do have, you know, Luca would probably take my number one spot. Period. Um, you know what Luca's doing with the team that he's on, and granted, Jod he doesn't have the supporting cast of you know some other you know top players as well. He's you know lacking, but he has way more talent around him than than Luca does. I mean, Luca literally, it's Luca. He just lost somebody. He just <laughs> lost Chris Stapps, who was only there playing 25% of the games anyway. Right. Um, you know, he lost Jalen Brunson for a little bit. Like, Jalen Brunson's been out been recently. Great, been phenomenal for them. I mean, they, Finney was out the other night. Like, right. Who, I mean, so. God damn, Woody, we never know what we're going to get from him. He's going to give you 21 night. He'll give you four the next. You know, it, it, Luka has been doing luca magic type things without help period like no one even thinks about that like think about these games be close and it's just him and he's playing an astronomical amount of minutes you know and so yeah that'd be my number one i i'd swap you know two your two job will be my two and then your three was trey young that 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 stay that would stay there you know you know i as I'm a Dallas fan, you know that. I'm a I'm a Luca guy, but you know I'm also a Hawks fan. I, I I rock with the city. I'm not from here, but I rock with the city. I like the Hawks. And how you feel about that trade? And I don't even mean to interrupt you, but it's like it's one of those things that we still it still lingers around our mind. Are you like are, so? You okay with it? I mean, as a Mavs fan, I'm okay with it. You know, <laughs> but if if I was a Hawks fan, if the Hawks was my number one team. I would be upset that we traded Luca for Trey. Six eight, being able to do all the things offensively Trey can do, but be six eight and doing those things, and then not being yeah, Luca's not a great defender, but Trey's definitely not a great defender, and he's six feet. You know, it's six eight, six feet. I mean, it's just it's, it's simple for me. Um, now, would we be able to be in the position that we are in because we did get picks 
you know granted we don't have reddish like all, these are pieces that were kind of came with you right. know hunter that came right. with we don't have know. reddish anymore but i think we needed that piece when we needed it you know right hunter went down reddish stepped up I, I i gotta give him credit for that he really did so so i, so I feel you know Going down your list a little bit more, I think you had what Jaron Jackson there at uh, six was it? Yeah, my my my, my five through whatever is kind of it's a little iffy. Yeah. It's a little iffy. It's iffy and know? it's not really in order, but it's like what I like I, the yeah. potential I see. I, I like Colin Sexton. I do like him. I like him where you had him. You know, I, I definitely we'll see how he fits with Garland as since Garland is blossomed into the point guard that he is. Will those two be able to play together long term? We'll kind of see the kind of the same guard, you know. I mean, they, no, they don't do the same things, but you, you, that's you gotta have a ball in their hands. Portland lot. just went yeah. through an era with Damon, CJ, right. ha- and Norman Powell having three six-three guards, and it didn't work. Exactly with that talent, right. like that's Dame, that's CJ, right, right. that that's Norman Powell's a very solid guy who, who's going to, you know, but 6'3", having, you know, you like, Garland's what, 6'1"? Yeah, Cleveland Collins has to figure out who they like, want to be on the court in the first place. They got a lot of big man, too, playing the same role, so they got to figure that out in, in general. Yeah, and speaking of, you know, we're talking about young guys, there's, there, you know, I, I want to also give some love to guys like Isaac Okoro, guys like Ayo Damasu from Chicago, you know, th- those kind of players, those young guys, they've really, Tyrese Maxey, they, they've come in and really put, given great sparks to their team, and, and they're playing meaningful minutes. Now, I have a problem with you leaving someone off of this Me list. Me too. I got a problem with it, because he's that, my favorite one. That, that, <laughs> that I, just, I just don't get it. With what we do, you know, we play FanDuel. Yeah, no, I know, you know we, we, you know, Go ahead and say and, SGA. And, and I think Doug, I think the, it wasn't actually SGA because I, I put SGA in, in that list of uh, vets, actually, because I think he's been in the league, like young yeah, vet, yeah, and like I, a young yeah. vet. I, th- right. I put him in there with like JB and Tatum, Tatum. you okay. know, type, type list. So I'm, I'm going to say Halliburton. I think my I think my boy Doug would be kind of upset listening to you this and, and Halliburton not being on you this list. You want to know why I didn't put him there? I just need to see. It's gonna sound wrong because I do like him. I just don't. I don't know how consistent he is yet. I know that's I know it's bad to say right because he's been consistent. He's his, been consistent since he's gotten his. And opportunity. I know he got he just got traded in Indiana. Look, look like he's doing the same thing. Came in hooping. I just want to. Uh, there's 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 someone I I put on my list that was on neither of your lists. Yeah, let's hear it. Ant Man. Oh, I was. Oh, getting there. yeah, we getting there. I was. I getting knew he because that's like my tenth my tenth spot is like it's like it's like a lot of people I could put there. I just don't. And, yeah, I should say him within the first. Another three. player, y'all. I, I I maybe y'all have him in the the young vets section, or maybe y'all left him off because he's in what I call Purgatory West. Right. That's Sacramento. Dear Fox. Dear Fox. Yeah, he's in the young vet. He's in the young vet list. He's been so the young vet list is the list of guys who are really young by age, but they've been in the league for three, four years. You know, guys that have been, you know, putting in work and showing who they are, but they're still under twenty four. You know, and honestly, we probably should have moved Luca over to that list. So how yeah, about I this? guess Andre. yeah. And Trey. So let's let, let's do that. We're going to move Trey 
and Luca out. The reason why I still want to leave Bagley there just because like he's been in the league a few years, but he ain't really had no season. No season. Bagley yet. wouldn't be on my list. Yeah, I know. I know. You, you I'm, know, a, I'm like, one of the people like I, I got like, my loyalties there, and I just want to see him do well, man. So I gotta put him there. But Bagley, this is your last year on my list, boy. Don't make me look stupid. Um, I like I like Tyrese Maxey. He's he's the Sixers' third yeah, best player, right? Um, one, I think he's he's a rookie, but I I think he's gonna win Rookie of the Year. He would get my vote, Evan Mobley. Mobley. Right. So look, honorable mentions real quick because I like. We know basketball, y'all. So look, Mobley, uh, Cunningham, Maxie—they're—they're they're all great. They're all great. Young Bulls. He, Detroit has a lot of young Bulls in general. Diallo—he needs to go somewhere else so he can shine. Uh, I like that. I like that boy. He doesn't get enough credit for, for what he does. Uh, let's get into our young vet list because we got nine minutes, and honestly, I want to get this out because I'm really, really curious about this young vet list. So look, I'm gonna go ahead and just start throwing them out there. I'm gonna name five. Tell me how you feel about it. All right, we got Tatum. And JB, same squad, both great young vets. We got Donovan Mitchell, who I think is better than the two. I said it. I'm not taking it back. Donovan Mitchell better than Jalen Brown and Jason Taylor. I said it. I said it. I'm not taking I it mean, back. I mean, I can't. I mean. I said it. I'm not taking it back. I'm not going to disagree. I'm not I'm not going to disagree with that. I mean, I, I think you have a point. You know, I think Jalen has a skill set. Like, he's a also a really good defensive player. Absolutely. I think he may bring a little more. Oh, man, Donovan's, I think he's, like, top one of the league leader in steals right now, though, too. Exactly. So he, he, He's a clamp. Yeah. <laughs> he's a clamp. Offensively, I mean, Donovan, I just like his game. Uh, right. Tatum. I do. I like his game too, but defensively, he doesn't give me what I need for him to be better than Mitchell. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I. I, I yeah, that, that's fair. So, so we got those. We got Dendry Fox. We already said Trey and Luca. We moved over. So for that last spot, who you giving it to? Oh man. So. There's so many people. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna. We're gonna have another whole episode about. Yeah, this. we're gonna have to, man, because it's it's you know when you're thinking about guys, you you just kind of. But young vets. Devin Booker. Yo, Dev, yeah. Devin Booker, absolutely, About Brandon Ingram, Absol- Brandon Ingram, yeah, for sure. I, I like because they're, they're twenty four. I yeah. like Brandon. I him moving from the Lakers uh, allowed him to like. I, he just didn't feel comfortable with LeBron. He he just wasn't. He had to gain his confidence. I think that he went to a team that allowed him to be that number one, and that and that did it for him. I just feel like that's like most of the players that play with LeBron. Yeah, like, all, all, I feel like all the guys that have left since he's gotten like left the Lakers since he, you know, since he's been there. But what is that saying? Like, is it, that saying he's too hard? Are they too weak minded? I mean, I can't really. LeBron I mean, it could has be a little bit of both. for me to say that like what he's doing doesn't work. So, I mean, you know, it's just different people. So let's say you manage a company. Let's say I manage the three people that, you know, I manage Greg and, and and you, Dukes, man. And I can't manage you the same way I manage Greg. You know, Greg may, you know, respond differently to, you know, things I say. I may have to, you know, you may take things a different way. And I have to, you know, you have to manage people differently. So I think that, that that's my take on that. I, you know, Devin Booker, man, he just, I feel like he, because he, he's been in the league since he was 18. I feel like he's been in the league so long. I just, I just, I feel like he's just a veteran. He's now. a veteran at this point. Like, but look, we haven't, 
and, and that time is ticking. Ooh, we're going to pop next episode off. So right now, because I, I don't want to leave this show without talking about him, SGA. Let's talk about him. So when Westbrook left OKC, I thought I'd never focus, focus on OKC again. All right? This man SGA is averaging almost like a triple-double right now, man. It's ridiculous. I'm going to tell you what SGA... I'm gonna tell you why we're seeing. I'm gonna tell you why we're seeing the SGA we're seeing right now. Chris Paul. Yeah. When Chris Paul was there, and he just has that spirit. We're seeing it with Cameron Payne. We're seeing we're seeing yeah. it with Devin Booker. We're seeing it with the team. Like Chris Paul, when he was there in OKC, SGA soaked it all in. Yeah, he did. And you can see. From way from how he's grown, that I mean, Chris Paul, I feel like he should be calling Chris Paul, hey, bro. I just really appreciate what you've done. Straight for up, me. like just being listening, being on the team with you. I think it's done world a world of difference for his career. If, if they get another solid player with him, yo, they gonna be a problem. So they got with SGA with because you talking about Josh Giddy. You talking about another young cold, boy? But I think they need a, a solid, solid big. You know, I like I like Baisley. I like I like Roby. I, like, I like the bigs they have. But they need well, a solid. and Baisley's only six seven. Yeah, but like I, they need a big, big. Yeah. You know what I mean, they they get that with, with him and Giddy. Yo, cold, cold. Because Giddy, uh, see, Giddy allows SGA to be, move around to play off ball. Yeah, you know, SGA's not shooting. He's getting to a, the cup a lot. You know what I mean? And with Giddy being able to spread the floor, it's gonna continue to happen. So imagine him with a solid big man there, yo. They're going to be a problem. You know what? I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to hit my boys. I'm going to say they got time. We're going to have like a man cave episode. We're going to get our boys in here. We're going to just talk, talk straight basketball. I mean, written list out, comparing the two. Back at, Greg, have your list ready. That's what we're going to do next. We're going to pop that episode off just talking about young bucks, what they bring to the team, and who we think is really going to get the most influence from that player. That's what we gonna do, man. This, this I, 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 I like that idea, but I, I do want to real quick before we get out of here, man. I, I, and you know, I, I'm wearing a Atlanta Braves shirt uh, right now. Yeah, let's talk about it. And you know, I, I just I just wanted to touch bases with with the with the fans out there. Hello. We, we 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 see my, my see boy us? Dukes. He got the hat on. We, I got we, I got a championship hat on. We ain't stopped yet. I got Freeman on my back, and and, and my boy Period. is not even here anymore, bro. Like I mean, Come technically, on, but like technically, your boy Olsen is coming through. Who I think is a good player. I, I don't. I'm not I don't, gonna knock him as a player. I don't mind Matt Olsen. I think he's gonna be good for. I think he's gonna be do well at at. For, he's not Freddie. He's not Freddie. He ain't in that locker room. God, God, like, there wouldn't be no new Braves without Freddie. That is literally, he's the face of Braves country. Do y'all not understand that? <laughs> I mean, like, the city, I, when we talk about the Atlanta Braves, ever since Jason Hayward got traded to the Cubs and, you know, because Acuna is new for us. Like, this is a fairly new thing for us. Like, Freddie has been the constant for us. Freddie's been there. That, that's what we when we say Atlanta Braves, you you the first person you think of is Freddie Freeman. He's that bridge between Chipper Jones and exactly exactly. exactly exactly. And, and, and see, we're we were spoiled with with that kind of because we 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 always had that one guy that we could say, you know, that's our guy right there. That's that's us, and it was just taken away from us, man. I'm pissed off. I mean, like, I, I, I get it. Matt's a great player, and I'm, I'm not going to sit here and knock his, his numbers. His numbers might be better than Freddie's. 
No, we really had to sit down and break it down, but it's not the same. It, I'm a Freddie guy. It's a it's all about money. Yeah, yeah. That they they Freddie wanted a sixty. He wanted one sixty. He wanted yeah. Uh, I, some people tell me I would have given him at least one eighty. So it it's just a matter of like they weren't going to give him that, and he's likely to end up with the Dodgers for probably two hundred. Do you understand how? <laughs> That's gonna piss me off, okay? You understand that? Y'all, y'all let this man go. Look, man, we're gonna go ahead and get out of the air for you before y'all start hearing words y'all need to hear. It's been great, bro. It's been a really, really fun episode, man. This bit this has been great. Yeah, for sure, man. You know, and it, it's great. We 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 done with football season. We in the basketball season. It's just gonna keep going. We keep moving, we keep growing, we keep just y'all stay tuned. We we out here. Hey, it's been real, y'all. We're talking heavy, 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 heavy basketball. Heavy, heavy, heavy basketball. And we'll be back after the tournament, too, so we can talk about that, man. For sure. It's been great. Y'all be easy. It's madness. Duke's out. Thanks for tuning in on Apple Sports Talk. It's your boy, Dukes. We had a good time. This was fun, but we'll do it again. Peace.